Gather around friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. This is your host, David, speaking. This is Jenny speaking. And this is Philip speaking. Ooh, Roger, Roger. God, we're all speaking. <laughs> yeah. Roger, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, welcome back, guys. We're here recording on Super Bowl Sunday. We're, uh, wow. Uh, and that's important. That is important because by the time this comes out, we will not have had our bets for this episode. So the next right, episode. We don't know. We don't yes, know. If, if you're coming in from last week's episode where we made all the bets and you're you're anxiously awaiting, spoiler alert, right here, right now. We don't know as of this recording, as of this episode, who now, won Jenny, what. So a long time ago, us. two years ago, when we first, our very first episode was our Super Bowl preview for two Super Bowls ago. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And I, the week after that was just like this week, we were recording uh, and I decided to bring us in saying, whoa, Tom Brady, what a game. That was incredible because the Chiefs were the favorites. It was Chiefs, Bucks, Chiefs were the favorites. Tom Mm -hmm. was expected to be beaten. And, but I just decided to, for giggles and shits, just to be like, Whoa, Tom Brady, what a game. And what happened? Tom Brady had a, had a stormer of a game. And I was right. I was right. So I was about to do that again, but then Phil ruined it. <laughs> <sighs> I'm excited. Okay. Excited that I did. But we are here. You know what I realized is that now this is the second year in a row that on the day of the Super Bowl, two hosts of this podcast are in the very city that the Super Bowl <laughs> That's is true. In. That is very true. And uh, so, you know what this means. What is this That mean, next David? year, two of us are going to Vegas. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and I think it should be Jenny and I. Yes, you two go. Go have fun at the Bellagio. Yeah. <laughs> that would be super Happening. fun. Uh, you two crazy of, kids. Of the... Um, of the Super Bowl being in Arizona, I had the pleasure of working a Super Bowl event this year. Uh, a couple oh. of days ago, I was working at Shaq's Fun House. Oh my gosh. If you guys get the chance to go to that event in the future, it is wild. There were so many people there and it was a lot of fun. And I got some free merch out of it too. There was a whole section for talkies. And for those who, uh, I know for those who are listening at home, can't see it, but I've got, I'm sporting my talkies hat today. So you'll see it as, as you see the video clips that are going to come out in the future. Have you ever tried the Trader Joe's talkies? No, I haven't. Uh, oh, oh, David, this is a sore spot for David. Go ahead, David. They're my favorite Uh-oh. snack of all time. And they discontinued them. <gasps> no! Oh, that's so unfortunate. They are the greatest. I don't like real talkies. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So we have interviewed each other, David. And these are uh, chronicled. These are archived. These are in the library. If you want to, you can go back. And you can listen to these episodes, and uh, and they still hold up, still great. I stand by all those questions. Actually, to be completely honest, I don't remember all that you asked me, David. I did do some research because there's one important question that must be uh, held over. But 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 I'm getting ahead of myself. We have a new we have a a a new host. I guess would be even though Jenny's now been with us now two episodes, but we have a new host, which means three. that we need a new three. three. Excuse me. Well, this is this is the four. 
Um, no, this is this will be Jenny's third. I know Jenny feels like like she just uh, she's been with us forever, so it's hard to. This is the fourth. This, this is, is the, the fourth. fourth. Okay. Regardless, Jenny, new host, new uh, new episode now is necessary where we interview Jenny, where we make sure that she. Oh, yeah, exactly. Where we get to find out a little bit more about Jenny, get down into the weeds and find out all about what makes Jenny Jenny. And David, do you recall that there was one reoccurring question that we asked each other yes. that we are now obligated to ask Jenny? Oh, yes, we'll okay. get there. Uh, do you want me to reveal what the question was? Go ahead. Yes, please. I, I do believe you're referring to your uh, which what food you find absolutely repulsive. Oh, I think I already answered this question. Yes, we uh, did kind of ask you this a little while ago, but we might we have done. Need, yeah, I, for Phil, it was mustard. For me, I think it was beets. Oh, uh, mine is mine is green olives. Oh, the, oh really? Mm-hmm. I don't think you did tell us that. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't vividly recall that either. Maybe you you asked a question previously, oh, and I didn't have the answer right away. So uh, black olives are fine. I'm okay with black olives. I like those really? on pizza, and I'll even have them in a salad. But for green olives, absolutely not. Please don't ever put that what about on in my a dry martini. Honestly, I don't eat the olives on the martini. I I don't even drink hard alcohol anymore, to be honest with you. But when I used to, I usually would not eat the olives. I would steer clear of those olives. I just, I don't know what it is about green olives, but they just taste repulsive to me. Even if you try to put cream cheese or whatever additives in them, I just can't handle it. I don't want them anywhere near me. Well, let's let's move on to the questions, I suppose. All righty. Philip, Philip, you, you have muted. muted yourself, buddy. I have muted myself and made myself look like an ass in the process. All right. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right. So because of that, uh, David, you already asked a question. I guess it'll be up up to me to a- ask the next question. Was that we do the have- question? I, that's not one of my questions. I have questions written down. That was just no, me. It's I not one of from- your- okay, I- good. I'm just saying that that was the one that we needed to get out of the way. Now, both you and I have brought forth a a number of questions. We'll see what time does allow us to ask Jenny as you and me each only got a certain amount of questions anyways. And then now we're now there's two of us to ask multiple. We've given these questions a ranking of one through five. Yes. One being being personal mm -hmm. and five and one being kind of generic. Right. Yeah. You know, you know what? What what makes you? um, what makes you happy? You know, like just something just, just well, running deep, the actually. Oh my God. Okay. Well, I was thinking of like chocolate as an answer, but I guess depending on your answer, it could be deep. It could be. All right. Anyways, so David's hard hidden question number five is going to be what makes you happy, Jenny? Be prepared for that one. For me, my first question, and I'm not going to start with a one, I'm going to start with a, with a three. Here we go, Jenny. Our, oh, what geez, ins- right in the middle. Right in the middle, just right down the middle, right, uh, putting a split down the bowling alley. What inspired you to get into acting in the first place? For those who don't know and are listening and have know nothing about you, Jenny, uh, mm-hmm. how dare they? You are <laughs> an you are uh, an esteemed actor, at least especially here in the Valley, and you've uh, you've worked at, since you were young. Uh, so I, I'm curious, what inspired you to get into acting in the first place? Well. I mean, to be honest, the there was a moment that occurred. Uh, well, to kind of start off to explain my little my backstory as to how I even got to acting in the first place. So my parents were both athletes growing up, and they still are very. My family is a huge sports family, so they thought, oh, 
They thought their daughter was probably an athlete too, so they tried to get me involved in any potential sport to see what clicked. Um, I've done swimming, I've done tennis, I was did basketball for a little bit. Swimming was the one that stuck the most, but even then, I just, I just couldn't enjoy it. Like it, it was cool for a while, but in the end, it was not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life as an activity. So my parents were trying to figure out what else I would like to do. And they signed me up for a theater camp, a summer theater camp in Phoenix with a little theater called Valley Youth Theater. For those who don't know what Valley Youth Theater is, they have had quite a few stars come through. Um, Emma Stone used to perform there, and so did Jordan Sparks. Wow. Um, Chelsea Kane, uh, Max Crum, who's uh, a popular actor on Broadway. Many people have come through there. So they signed me up there, and I think I was, uh, goodness, I think I was eight. I could have been a little older, but it was it was before middle school for sure. Probably either third, fourth, or fifth. I can't really remember. I have to double check my ref- reference. But um, there was one show that I did my when I was thirteen or fourteen. I did Once Upon a Mattress, and I got to be the lead. Oh! And there was a moment of validation that made me want to continue pursuing during that show. The, I think she was the camp director. Her name was Jessica. She came, she walked up to my mother after the show to talk to her and congratulate me on the show. And she pulled her aside and basically said, Jenny belongs here. Jenny should be doing this all the time. This is what she's meant to do. And, and I kept going. I really enjoyed it. I think that wasn't related to me choosing to keep going, but I did love it so much and that was validation. And af- after that show, I got cast in my first production at Value Theater and then just kept working and working and working. And now I have my undergrad in theater and the rest is history. Way to go, Jessica. I know. Bless you, Way Jessica. <laughs> she lives in Florida now. I got the chance to visit her when I was oh, on tour. Oh, no. <laughs> poor Jessica. <laughs> poor Jessica. Poor, poor Jessica. But it was good to see her. She has two lovely sons and her family is wonderful. So... Shout out to Jessica. <laughs> Jessica Graber is her last name. She's awesome. I'm sure she's listening. I'm sure. <laughs> All right, Jenny, the way things are going to work on my side of things, I have uh, I have questions ranked one to five, as Phil does. However, I'm going to let you choose. Oh. I have two ones, two threes, and one of every other number. I want you to pick. What number do you want? Well, let's stick with three, since Philip did that first. You want one of the threes? Yeah. Is there a movie that changed your way of thinking? Oh, oh, that's a really good question. Just for context, for me, an example was uh, the movie Her with Joaquin Phoenix. Mm, mm -hmm. Totally changed the way I I thought about technology, our relationship with technology and even kind of relationships. That movie kind of really planted something in my brain. Well, that is a really good question, David. Uh, My answer would probably have to be The Truman Show. Oh, oh that's a good, good answer. Choice. Very good. I agree choice. completely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so I am a I grew up being a huge fan of Jim Carrey. So I've pretty much seen his entire filmography. His, his entire his catalog. Entire, yeah. His entire catalog. But when I saw the Truman show, I was no, I think that was the first time I had truly seen him perform in a more serious role. But in but yeah. so it passes yeah. for serious. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 definitely in the middle. After seeing other ones afterwards, I was like, oh, this is definitely in the middle compared to like 
when he did the, uh, I think it's called Man on the Moon. But um, oh, definitely the Andy Kaufman one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just the way that it studies the way they the, the idea of someone being the subject of a TV show and watching this character break free to leave this curated world that someone created for him after realizing what he truly wanted. It was a it was an awesome character study to witness. It was and also just definitely. the way that they approached everything with the to the, the the visual of of how they can create this world and all the bits and pieces that wasn't used so like using lights as stars and uh the way they had all these hidden cameras everywhere it was it was fascinating to watch i was glued to the, to the screen the whole time jenny i will be giving you a one here we go Okay. What would a sandwich called the Jenny be made of? Definitely has pineapple in it. <laughs> um, oh, cooked pineapple or raw pineapple? Sauteed. Um, probably cooked. My that makes it more palatable. Yeah, that yeah. makes it more palatable. I'm thinking yeah. more of a. My brain went to a burger first instead of an actual sandwich. Oh, um, a burger with pineapple sounds interesting. Yeah, yes. yeah. Now, now we're getting like warmer, Jenny. You're you're quite warming up this pineapple <laughs> on me. Well, okay. it's so there's two actually that come to mind now that I'm thinking about it. So if we're talking like lunch or dinner, my brain would go to a burger, and there is I would uh I could do a copycat of the bonsai burger from Red Robin. And it's pineapple and teriyaki sauce and a sunny side up egg on top. Sounds great. Or for okay. breakfast, I do like a good bagel sandwich. I have recently discovered so a we recipe. Found out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so <laughs> so we special... have discovered. Yes, there's an amazing uh, cream cheese spread that I make for my bagel sandwiches. It's got dill and lemon juice and all sorts of fixings on top of this sandwich, bacon, egg, etc. Arugula. Oh, arugula is awesome. Anyway, that's my answer. <laughs> I'm going right, to write Jenny, sandwiches for an hour now. <laughs> pick a number, one to five. Two. One more. A two. All right, let's have our two. What? Uh, it's another movie one. What is your favorite pre-2000 movie and why? My favorite movie pre-2000s would have to be Hellraiser. I've what, never seen what about it. Hellraiser? It's really good. Highly recommend. I don't recommend anything beyond the original Hellraiser uh, because mm. I have a personal opinion that they stray from the content. They kind of go off the rails with it and they just start doing the whole blockbuster thing where they just try to make as much money as possible off the, off uh, the franchise. Yeah. But the yeah. original, for those who... It, I think it came out in 1987... The original story is uh, written by Clive Barker, who is one of my favorite horror movie authors. And it's a story about a girl who moves into a, a new home with her and her father's girlfriend. And they discover that in this home, who actually belonged to, um, I think it's uh, her father's brother, her uncle, Uncle Frank. They move into there after he uh, goes missing. Or when he passes away, and they discover, and it's discovered that he passed away in the house, and he, uh, the girlfriend tries to bring him back to life. There's a whole thing, uh, but in the end, you meet the Cenobites. They are these servants from hell. You bring them to life with a puzzle box. So it's I don't want to ruin much. I don't want to uh, provide more uh, 
plot besides that because we have so many more questions to get through. Yes, yes. But yes, <laughs> it's um, I just really like the Cenobites. I think they're a wonderfully designed monster. And I've seen that movie so many times and I never get tired of it. Good answer. All right. So for my mm. next one, I will go to a two. I will follow okay. in the footsteps. What is a word you would get tattooed on yourself? It can only be a word. Um, it could be in any other language you wish, but it must be letters. Uh, what is a word you would get tattooed on yourself? Except the premise. Okay, so I actually wouldn't get a word tattooed onto my body. I have only had one idea um, for a tattoo ever in my life, for at least for uh, words or sounds. So I have seen this tattoo that you can get. Is it quack? How did you know? Yes! <laughs> quack for the win. No, I'm, yeah, just I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> ah, so I would, I would get a, a barcode or I would get one of those... Um, it's like a, oh. it's a thing that you can oh. uh, get tattooed that has yeah, uh, like a QR code, QR yeah. code, yeah, mm-hmm. or one of those uh, a scan of a of a of a phrase or a word, and it would be um, a recording. If I can get this, I I can't. This is not going to be a a possible thing anymore. But I would totally have a scan of a recording of members of my family saying "I love you" on it. Oh, so yeah. having like oh, a because yeah. I'm a huge family person, so it'd be like my mother saying "love you, Jenny," or my father saying it, or my brother saying it, or my grandmother. I can't have that unfortunately because my grandmother passed away last June. But something along those lines. If I know it kind of skews from the question, but that's probably the closest I can get to responding to that. Okay, beautiful answer. All right, Jenny. Pick a number. Okay, let's go with, uh, let's do number one. Let's keep with number one. Number one. Mm -hmm. What kind of cheese is best? (laughs) Um, Let's see. I'm telling you now, Jenny, this matters. Oh, no. This will shape my opinion of you. Oh, no. Well, are we talking like artisan cheeses? Any cheese. Any Wait, cheese. I, I want a type of cheese. All cheeses yeah. are accepted on this podcast. If you are a cheese, you are welcome. We this are very lactose tolerant. Zone. No, no plastic cheese, no government cheese. Oh, no sh- you shut. Your corner can be all refined Asiago cheeses. Over in my corner of the cheese realm, we'll stink it up. We'll we'll roll it out. We'll hole it out. We, uh, Phil, it, it, no com- one asked you. Oh my God. Okay. Well, fine. Jenny, your cheese. Your cheese um, room, please. This is, there's one that comes to mind, but I can't think of the name of it, unfortunately. But I will, um, I will go ahead and say my answer is Parmesan. Ah, uh, it's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Good because answer. I feel like you can enjoy it in many forms. You can enjoy it as a block yeah, and you just, can have it on whatever. Um, I just, I, I, you get shavings. I'll just eat the shavings. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just delicious. It can go on pizza. It can go on whatever charcuterie oh, yeah. things you got. It it's it can pretty much go anywhere it wants to because it's it's that big. Excellent answer. Excellent answer. <laughs> All right, my next question, Jenny. Hmm. Have you? And this is a number five question, so get ready. Oh, here we go. The real deep stuff. Yes, here we go. Have you ever made a negative impact on someone's life, and do you regret it? If so. Yes. We don't have to go. Yes, you have. And do you regret mm-hmm. it? Yes. All right. Are there any uh, details you are fine with sharing? Yes, definitely. Uh, so I 
used to be, I was kind of more of a goody two shoes when I was younger, very much a straight A student or trying, aspiring to be. I did very well in school. So there was one time, I can't remember the details of why, I think I was just doing some standardized testing at a school. And I noticed that there was a kid that was cheating. And I told on the I told the teacher who was the supervisor of the standardized testing area that I we saw the kid cheating. I reported it and I still to this day think about it and I'm like, you know, that wasn't very nice of me. <laughs> so I do regret that and I wish I could apologize to that kid, but I don't even remember what that kid looks like at this point. So, I'm so <laughs> if you're out there, if you're by chance listening to this, I just want to apologize. <laughs> Jenny wants to extend an apology to anybody who may or may not have been reported cheating. Even though you were in the wrong first, she was in the wrong second, and she is sorry. She is sorry to all <laughs> you you misladen children who uh, who walked astray, and she tried to correct you herself. She is sorry. Yep. She. I. I don't know. Just. I. I got told by family members. I was like, maybe you shouldn't have done that. I was like, oh, really? So. That that was the wrong thing to do to correct someone on cheating. But anyway, we can go into a whole debate about it. But yeah, I I slightly regret it. I wish I could go back and not do that. I mean, (laughs) I just, I just, I just regretted my actions after. It's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have told on this kid. But you know, that was many, many years ago now. So I can't really correct it at this point. Jenny, pick a number. You've got you've got a one left, you've got a three left, a four left, and a five left. Let's do a five. The five. Do you see yourself getting married and having kids? If yes, can you imagine a life where you are happy without those things? If no, what could possibly change your mind? I do see myself getting married and having kids. And so the follow-up question would be, can you imagine a life where you're happy without those things? I think I would be able to be happy without either or both of those things um i could definitely see at least if i don't end up having kids i can at least still might see myself being married because you know medical things i obviously am unaware of any medical things that could prevent me from having kids at this time but if that by chance happens uh, i am prepared mentally to not have kids there's other ways of going about having a family you can adopt you can, I can be a mom to some fur babies, a, a dog or a cat. Uh, there's, it's a flexible thing. But in terms of marriage, I think I would be more upset if I didn't get married, to be honest with you, at least once. Whether or not it, res- it results in a divorce or a happy marriage for the rest of my life. I still, I want that to be a part of my life at some point. Jenny, my last question here. Oh, I could go back to back on the fives, but I don't think I want to do that. I think I'll have David choose. David, do you want to do you want me to give Jenny a four or a three? You can back to back the five. Go ahead. Absolutely not. It's it's too much. It's too much. All right, and I don't... Go for the go for the three. Let's take the it easy. Three. All right. Here we go, Jenny. Jenny, mm-hmm. giving you the, the the layup here. What is the worst household chore? Okay, let's see. Um, I might. I mean, you got there are a bunch of contenders there. There's like laundry, right? There's dishes. There's, I mean, if you have animals, picking up poop. There's taking out the trash. Question, question. Does it have to be inside the house? Uh, No, I guess like uh, yeah, like lawn work, pool, uh, pool stuff. Yeah, no, that those all work. The worst chore is doing any sort of yard work, pulling weeds. 
cleaning up a yard, uh, etc. Because you're outside, and in Arizona, it gets ridiculously hot out. In the summer, I, that's the last thing I want to do is go outside in 115 degree weather and pull weeds. Absolutely not. No thanks. Right now, though, it is beautiful outside. It's probably in the 60s, reaching the 60s. So I wouldn't mind it right now. But in the summer, good luck trying to get me to do yard work. No thanks. Jenny won't burn for the weeds. She says, uh, come here, little <laughs> Jimmy. Let me show you a $20 bill and you can pull the weeds. Right, exactly. I have very pale skin. I'm, I take care of my skin. And I, the last thing I want to do is get sunburned. So absolutely not. <laughs> uh, all right, David, ask Jenny your last one. All right, Jenny, I've got a one, a three, and a four. For our, our very last question, I forbid you to choose the one. So three, three or four. Three it is. Are you quick to fall in love? And are you quick to fall out of love? This is this is actually a good one. I like this one. I am not quick to fall in love. And then I, I would say no to, yeah, I would say that for both, actually. It's hard for me to fall in love with someone and hard for me to fall out of love with someone. But once you do, you're in. Jenny's oh, in. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because I'm, I'm, I keep, I'm very good about separating, like, you know, lust from love. So I always approach love second because it's because mm. you. Just, I always try to really. I'm very particular about making sure that I want to be with the person I love. I, I just want to make sure it's the right fit. That I have to think about these things before I pursue them, and then uh, once I'm locked in, of course, it's very very hard for me to break away. Yeah, it's uh, because once I'm committed to someone, I am hundred percent committed. Um, I, I want to just love the shit out of them, buy them gifts, take them on adventures with me, and do all the things that you do when you're in love. So it's it becomes a I, I'm a perfectionist like that where I want to just be a, I want to be hundred percent in, hundred percent determined before I even say yes. You know, Jenny will make you a part of her world. There we go. <laughs> The definitive interview of Jenny. Jenny, how do you feel? Do you feel probed? Do you feel like you just went through the full Oprah treatment? <laughs> well, I definitely uh, do not I, feel I mean, probed. Not, Jesus. No. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Gentlemen. Gentlemen and Jenny. Gentlemen and Jenny. Let us keep it together. Gentlemen wow. and Jenny. Those, those were wonderful questions. I must, I must congratulate and commend. Those were fantastic questions, you guys. It was definitely... Uh, I had, I felt I was in a the hot seat, and it was a wild ride. It took me some time to even think about the answers to that questions because I was like, "Oh my gosh, these are awesome questions! What are the answers to them?" So, thank you. That was a wonderful interview. Yes, what a wonderful way to start out all of our mornings with hard hitting questions that make you uh, make you question your existence. Mm -hmm. Let us move and sally on forth. May I help you? You talking to me? I need to talk to you. A little word of advice. You're welcome. Oh, you're welcome then. You're welcome. The part of the show where we give you unsolicited advice. Yes, you, the listener. We are going to be giving you some unsolicited advice. David, what 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 do you want to advise them today? This uh, this one goes out to some of my customers at the bar. Some of them. Either it's a bar or it's a restaurant with table service. The beauty of it is that you can have either, whichever you choose, but not both. Don't order at the bar and then expect me to just know where you're sitting. 
right? People order at the bar with me and then I go and I make the drink and I turn around and they're just gone. Like, okay, here, coffee's on the, on the bar, free for anyone to take. You leave, that's on you. God, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and aside, you're welcome to anybody who wants a free coffee on the bar. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you you're truly welcome, Jenny. Your first piece of advice. These this little advice goes out to all the theater goers out there. When you're seeing a play and you're recovering from a you know a mild cold, always bring a few cough drops in your purse because the last thing anyone wants to hear is you coughing your lungs out during a very dramatic scene. But you know what the benefit of that is? Not only can you save yourself from coughing fits, you can earn yourself some good Samaritan points by passing them to the uh, to any coughing attendees near you. So uh, get them cough drops, folks. You're welcome. This goes out to the movie theater goers. A lot of theater today. A lot of theater. When watching a film... Just ask someone to move seats if they are in your seat and it's an empty theater otherwise. Getting a manager just to ask them to move is an Armageddon level of pettiness that no one needs to witness. You're welcome. The game section of this episode is brought to you today by Sassy Mama Sales. Want to get a blast from the past with a fine vintage item? Or maybe need a new blender or other household items? Go to eBay and search Sassy Mama Sales, located within the eBay stores page, for all the greatest finds you'll want for every occasion. Sassy Mama Sales. All one word, all your shopping in one stop. You're muted, David. Well, there you go, and it is time for the game. Uh, but first, we've got a couple, I guess, a couple casual questions post-interview for you, Super Jenny. cash. Super cash. Super cash. cash. Like, <laughs> don't even worry about it. <laughs> if you could be an animal for the rest of your life, what which would you choose? An otter. 100%. An otter. Yes, Jenny. Yes, you're my spirit animal, Jenny. Yes. I mean, we have love you seen them? Have you seen them? God. They're, they're adorable. adorable. They're so oh, they're cute. adorable. <laughs> Have you oh, seen them? All right. Oh my god, they're so <laughs> David's like, okay, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it's yeah. a great answer. I just, I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> so you're going. Oh. Let, let me be clear. The I, I guess the goal of both of you is to be adorable for the rest of your life. Yes. And what else? What other okay. goal is there, David? Oh. What other goal is there in life? Other than to just be the know, most you adorable seek, you can be. Majestic. <laughs> like an elephant. Like an otter. Like an elegant otter. All right. I, okay. Let's move on. Philip, your All question, right. please. Jenny, why are otters the best? Just kidding. All right. My real question. <laughs> I mean, have you seen them? <laughs> because they're adorable. I'm sorry. All right. Jenny, my real, my real question. <clears throat> During a night of passion... Would you ever take the challenge to, at the height of the crescendo, to yell out the words, FREEDOM! Uh, would, you, uh, would you take that challenge? Um, Philip, the answer is no. Uh, <laughs> uh, what a, what goes, a shame. What a, what a true shame. I mean, we're not... We, I guess, I, I guess we, Jenny doesn't believe in the American dream. Oh, the, no. The Amer- <laughs> Oh, oh, another another challenge stifled. But uh, I'm I'm waiting. Somebody will take us up on this challenge one day, David, and they will let us record it. Just that one I didn't little. Know session this was a today. challenge. 
Yes. No, it's it's the powwow okay. challenge. All right, David, uh, please, let's get to the game. Let's get to the game before yes, I get myself in more trouble. please explain it for us. So today we did an episode revolving and all concerning about Jenny. Since the episode is about Jenny, one thing we know is that Jenny is synonymous with here locally, at least, is her puppetry and acting in that realm. So... We came up with a game called Who's Pulling the Strings? My version of the game is pretty simple. Uh, we will be giving you a couple of scenarios with three options. And I'll want you to tell me who is the one that pulls the strings in this scenario. So, Jenny, it's up to you. Who would you like to face off against first? Otter lover versus otter lover, please. Come on, Philip, let's go. All right, my game then first. Essentially, it's the same thing. I'm going to provide you with a thing. And I want to I want to know who's in charge. I'll give you three names, and you just got to tell me who's pulling the strings. We're going to start out question one. This whole game is themed around Arizona. Ooh, the Arizona Attorney General at present is it Chris Mays, Mark Bernovich, or Tom Horn? Jenny, and we'll go to we'll go to Jenny first. Uh, you don't I'm... need to buzz in, Jenny. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to guess Tom Horn. Okay. Philip? You know what's funny is I voted, so I know that these are eligible names. It's just more so I don't I never I don't fully remember if I looked up who won for like this stuff. Um uh, I'm gonna go with, with Tom Horn since Jenny was quite assured in her answer. So you I'm are, go with Tom Horn. You are both confidently going with Tom Horn mm -hmm. without a doubt in your minds. And yet you are wrong. Ah. It is Chris oh. Mays. Dang it. Chris, Chris Mays. Mays. I, I believe these are both two former attorneys general of oh, Arizona. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. Company founded, I believe, as far as my research tells me, or at least based in Phoenix, Arizona, mm -hmm. PetSmart. Who is the CEO of PetSmart? PetSmart's from Arizona? Apparently. I know. I didn't know that. Okay. Is it? Alan Schneid, David Redfield, or J.K. Semanchik. Oh my goodness. Those are We're some... going to Philip first. Yeah, yeah. Based off of my deep and intense knowledge of uh, PetSmart, uh, <laughs> I am going to go with the one that I would be most disappointed if it's incorrect, which would be Clifford the Big Redfield is, uh, is, right. uh, is my answer, since it's the only association I have. I don't even remember the names. Can you please repeat them? Alan Schneid, David Redfield, and J.K. Semanchik. Semanchik stands out, so I will go with that one. <laughs> uh, well, Alan Schneid is sh not the, the answer to this question, so it is Certainly. true that one of you is correct. Ooh. And it is... J.K. Semanchik. Yes! Aww. Of course it sounds correct, because it is correct, Jenny. Of course you knew that. It was a, a, a wonderful, spicy what a CEO. last name. It stood out to me. Ugh. Yeah, I actually chose the other names are, are uh, the CFO and the COO of uh, PetSmart. Oh, that, cool. That's what got me mixed up. I, I knew that the, oh, they were in the company. Yeah, shoot. So. Shoot. Okay. There is a movie that... God, I can't remember in my research... Little Miss Sunshine, does it take place in Arizona or is it filmed in Arizona or is it both? I think it's a road know. trip through Arizona. Okay, well, the directors, it is a director pair uh, of Little Miss Sunshine. 
Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris, Steve Carell and Charles McDougal, or Peter and Bobby Ferrelli? Ooh. We'll go to Jenny first. Uh, I saw this movie too. I should remember this. Um, I'm Likewise. Gonna, Once I... again, it's Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris, Steve Carell and Charles McDougal, or Peter and Bobby Ferrelli. Hmm. My gut is saying the Ferrellis. The Ferrellis. Mm-hmm. Philip. I'm going to go with the A tandem. The, the Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris? Correct, yes. And you're correct, Philip. Jonathan yes! Dayton and Valerie Ferris. Wonderful, wonderful. That ties the game at one point apiece. Yes. Question four. There is a famous, well, famous might be a stretch, band from Arizona called Meat Puppets. <laughs> Speaking of puppets. Wow. Have either of you heard of this band, Meat Puppets? I, you know, I can't say can't that say I have, have, David. No. 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 <laughs> Wow, you guys should you guys should get more cultured with the uh, yeah more with local Arizona, God Arizona music scene yeah this is this is appalling. <laughs> Who is the lead? Uh, oh, sorry, no, this is a great this is a great 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 uh, little uh, double entendre here. Who is pulling the strings, as in the guitar strings? Yeah. Hey, hey. Kirk, Kurt Kirkwood, Chris Kirkwood, or Derek Bostrom? Ooh, Bostrom. And we're going to Philip first. Kurt Kirkwood, Chris Kirkwood, or Derek Bostrom? Oh, oh I was going to say, I, I wonder how clever you are to go Kirk Kirkwood. But the problem is I Kurt bet that it actually... Kirkwood. Or, These are the members of the band. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, but that that is the uh, the question is, do I think that... Uh, or No, I bet that they are all members of the band, which you just confirmed that they are. So I will go with, will the brothers... Oh, I bet it is one of the brothers is a guitarist. So I will go with the uh, non-Kurt Kirkwood. The other Kirkwood. You say Chris Kirkwood? Chris is my man. Yes, Chris. Right. Chris, come Jenny. on now. Well, I will stick with the other Kirkwood, please. <gasps> We're going to Kirkwood brothers. We've got it. We've got we've got a opposing Kirkwoods. <laughs> one of you is correct. Chris Kirkwood. Philip, that was your answer. Yeah. Plays the bass guitar kurt kirkwood plays the guitar ah! jenny you're correct yes sir. Uh, i believe a technicality was the, is in order but uh, it was the alliteration for I me did, i did clarify there yes yeah. wonderful okay we have a two to one lead going into the final question philip you're gonna have to try to force a tiebreaker here i will have to uh jenny what year were you born 1994 shoot but anyway uh the mayor of phoenix in 1993 which was the year I thought you were both born, but uh, I was wrong. Nope, I'm December 94. Uh, the mayor 94. of Phoenix, December 94. Well, this was before you were born, Jenny. Mm-hmm. The mayor of Phoenix in 1993, was it John Nelson, Paul oh. Johnson, or Skip Rimsa? <laughs> Another Jenny, very you first. exciting name. Um, let's see. Well, actually, well, yeah, Jenny, you have to go first because Phil has to be able to pick something different. So yeah. John Nelson... Paul Johnson or Skip Rimsa? My gut's going with uh, with uh, Paul Johnson. Paul Johnson, she says. Darn it! Mm-hmm. I was gonna go with Paul Johnson. Um, you can pick Skip the same Rim- one. No, no, I need to go different in order to even tie he has to it. Go Jenny. different so that he can tie the game. Oh. I would go Skip, but I think Skip is probably somewhere in the. 
seventies. That feels uh, that feels more Arizona Arizonanly appropriate. So I will go with not Paul Johnson and not Skip. Who is my remaining option? John Nelson. John Nelson. Oh yeah, that guy. That guy's a winner. A humdinger of a man. <laughs> All of these people were at one point mayor of, of Phoenix mm. in 1993. It was Paul Johnson. Ah. Jenny. Ah. Jenny with the victory. Three to one. Ooh, brutal. Brutal. I did want Paul Johnson. Indeed. Okay, let's just quickly try my tiebreaker. Closest will win. Population of Arizona. Phil, first, please. Let's go with 3.5 million. It's definitely a bigger number because Phoenix is alone. It's one of the top 10 cities. I think that's still record. I want to say I'll go higher. Why not? I'll go 4.5 million. Fair enough. You only had to say 3.6, but it was 7.2 million. 7.276 million. So, uh, Phil, you weren't even close. All right. Moving on to your game, Phil. Yes, my game. Thank you, David. All right. Same idea, same concept, same follow through. A rare, uh, a rare coercion for us, David. There. All right, guys. Uh, mine has no rhyme or reason. Just uh, going around. All right. Who is the current CEO of Amazon? Is it A. Jeff Bezos, B. Andrew Jassy, uh, Jassy Hands, or is it C. Andrew Johnson? Guys, uh, let's go with let's go with Jenny first. Jenny, is it Jeff Bezos, Andrew Jesse, or Andrew Johnson? Jeffrey Bezos, Jeffrey Bezos, Jeffrey Bezos, and, and David. Uh, I'm glad Jenny said Jeff Bezos because I'm pretty sure he stepped down as CEO. Oh, did he so really? I don't think no, he's in charge anymore. I think so. I'm gonna say Andrew ja- Jesse, Jesse Hands. Jesse Hans, um, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm I, Andrew Jackson. To me, I can't not think of President Andrew Jackson. So I'm going to go with Johnson. Andrew, Andrew Johnson. Sorry, also a president. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Jazz Hands. You were correct. You sniffed me out. I went with a different president, Andrew Johnson, the 17th U.S. president, David. Very well done. Uh, and you are also correct in that Jeff Bezos did step down. It is indeed Andrew Jassy, who has been CEO of Amazon since 2021. So David say, leads us. I did not know that, but I also just didn't want to miss the opportunity to sing some Bo Burnham. So. <laughs> Very fair enough. <laughs> hey, listen, when when I given the opportunity, go full Burnham. All right, guys, uh, we will now start off with you, David. Who was the original CEO of McDonald's? Is it A, Ray Kroc, B, Ray Mancini, or C, Ray Davies? Ooh. What was the first one? Ray? Ray Kroc. Think of a dial. Yeah. Or I should say O-dial. Uh, B Raymond like Dial. Yeah, so like yes. I'm gonna uh, go. I don't know. Thanks. I feel like I, I remember thinking. Uh, I remember learning that the the McDonald's brothers were bought out by some dude, and I'm thinking Manzini sounds like he was like a kind of a sleazy guy, uh, like a. Hey, McDonald's brothers, you come Look, here. I'm gonna I'll buy you a company, price. and then I'm gonna turn it into a multi-billion dollar multi-billion dollar, <laughs> and I'll give you like. Half a million. How about that? Yeah. Can I introduce I'm going to go with Manzini. <laughs> Can I introduce you to my friend Ronald here? Uh, Jenny, David goes with Ray Mancini. Who do you go with? 
Uh, Ray Kroc sound, uh, stood out to me, so I will go ahead and say that is my answer. You both stayed away from Ray Davies. He is a songwriter for The Kinks, guys, so a good sniffer there. And David, Ray Mancini, uh, he smells like a like a sleazy guy, maybe because he's a boxer. He's a real-life boxer <laughs> who uh, just knew how to All box. Right. Ray Kroc, indeed, was the original CEO Woo! of McDonald's and visited Darn. those McDonald's brothers. It is tied one apiece for the two of you. Who, Jenny, was the original CEO and owner of the little red-headed hamburger chain known as Wendy's? Was it A, Dave Portnoy, B, Dave Thomas, or C, Dave Roberts? I'm going to say Thomas. She goes with B, Dave Thomas, David. What was the first one? Dave Portnoy. I'll say Dave Portnoy. Why not? Dave Roberts is the current manager of the ah. L.A. Dodgers. I, w- I would say, oh. uh, no, that was Dave Roberts. Option C was the current manager oh. of the L.A. Dodgers, uh, David's beloved baseball team, if he had <laughs> such a thing. Uh, but Dave if Portnoy is the CEO of Barstool Sports, probably why you heard that name before, David. I have never heard that name before. <laughs> Okay, then then never mind. I was thinking the sports connection. Dave Thomas is indeed the hamburger flipper uh, owner and CEO. He flipped some himself. So we go to a two to one advantage facing uh, Jenny here against David. Yikes. Going into question four, Jenny, which entertainer is associated with being one of the first two people to discover, quote unquote, Justin Bieber? Which entertainer is associated with being one of the first two people to discover Justin Bieber? Is it A, Lil Wayne, B, Luda, Chris, or is it C, Usher Baby? <laughs> Wait, how did you say the first one's name again? Lil Wayne. Thank you. Um, Man, I, 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 I didn't Wayne. have Tucci. Ah, yes, Little, the Little distinguished Wayne. musician, Little Wayne. Not love. Uh, my answer, though, however, is Ludacris. Ludicrous is Jenny's answer, David. I I think it's Usher. And he goes so that's your answer, David? Yes. Guys, Lil Wayne could lick it like a lollipop, but he did not find a Justin Bieber. Uh, you were both correct. So Bieber there. was underage at the time. Lil Wayne was not licking anything. <laughs> no, 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 that wasn't I was just going off of a song title. Excuse my uh, insinuations there. There were none to be had. All right, next one. Uh, sorry, it is uh, indeed uh, Ludacris found uh, himself on Justin Bieber's song Baby, but he did not discover Justin Bieber ah. until that moment. It was Usher. So, David, you have tied things up to a piece, meaning that we are going to have to go to you for the question five to see if we can possibly get a winner here. If not, we will go to the tiebreaker. Who directed the film starring Ewan McGregor, Big Fish? Who directed the film starring Ewan McGregor, uh, Big Fish? Was it A, Robert Zemeckis, B, Steven Spielberg, or C, Tim Burton? I'm going with A. He's going with A, Robert Zemeckis, his beloved Polar Express buddy. Jenny. What was option B? B was good old Stevie Spielberg. Hmm. You know, or I'm Stephen gonna, as is. Uh, I'm feeling Zemeck. I'm gonna go ahead and say Zemeckis too. That's my answer. Also, 
Oh, she wants the tiebreaker. She wants the tiebreaker. She chose she chose the exact same option as David, meaning that you both will have the exact same result. Steven Spielberg did indeed not uh, direct Big Fish. And Tim Burton did. He did. So you both were wrong, but it doesn't matter. You both go to the tiebreaker. It was Tim Burton's uh, Danny DeVito vision that uh, led to the film. All right, guys. Tiebreaker. Ooh, that's right. I remember this tiebreaker. I'm sorry. I came up with something brilliant, and then lo and behold, <laughs> I uh, didn't forgot that I needed a follow through. Give me one second here. For this tiebreaker, I'm actually going to need uh, something that we usually would never do on this podcast, but I'm going to need one of you two to volunteer to take off your headphones and look away. Okay. Well, now I will text you whenever uh, we are ready for you. Uh, I, I guess I will volunteer that. So All right, Jenny, off, I will. Away. Headphones off, look away, and I will text you when I need you back, okay? Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. David, you are the first to enter the tiebreaker zone here. I will be giving you 10 seconds to be giving me as many within a category that I give you right now, and the person to give me most within this category will win. Okay? Okay? Got it. 10 seconds. We will both see that I am uh, timing it right here. The category, David, and as soon as I say it, the timer begins. The category is, give me as many Steven Spielberg-directed films as you possibly can. Go. God. Uh, All right. Jaws, uh, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones, uh, The Last Crusade. What else? Uh, Fablemans. I I Fablemans. Uh, I gave you. I will give you to the Fableman. So that is six okay. that you have. Six. Obviously, Jenny. Did can. he direct all the Indiana Jones movies? He did not direct all of them. Which one did you say the Eric? Because I know he's not I directing the first, the, three. the most recent one. You said the first three. I know that he did the first two, The Last Crusade, and he did direct uh, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So he did. It's this light. Last no, I didn't one say that, that one. I just said the first. The first three. The original. The Dial of Doom. Ooh. Okay. So. I will be texting Jenny right now to get her back. And Wait, how many continue. did I get? You got six. You got six. Fable. You got the three Indiana Jones, the Fablemans. You got uh, Jaws, Jaws, and then you got one other. I couldn't. I, I don't, don't think I did. Now. I think it was five. You got five. Okay. Hello. Thank you, Jenny. Uh, hello. Thank you, Jenny. I appreciate you going off to the side. I will be now giving you the exact same tiebreaker that I gave to David. I had already told him this as well as the audience, but please listen carefully as it is fresh for you. I will be giving you a category and 10 seconds as shown right here. At the end of those 10 seconds, I will need as many of a thing, uh, as many items that fit within a category that I'm about to give you. As many items within a category that I'm about to give you Whoever has the most within that category between you and David will win. So, for instance, if I were to say... as in quantity? Correct. Correct. So, if I were to say name types of fruit, if you gave me watermelon, grapes, and cherries, and David only gave me strawberries and lemons, you would win as you have three to David's two. Again, 10 Mm -hmm. seconds are on the clock. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right, the timer will begin at the end of me telling you what the what the category is. Here we go. Give me as many Steven Spielberg directed films as possible and go. Oh, good lord. Uh Super 8, um Jurassic Park, ET, um Ready Player 1. Uh Oh. 
Jenny, that is all the time I have for you. And you have given me four good answers. Mm-hmm. David gave me five. Oh, I am no! so sorry. I am so sorry. But you guys actually very much went in different directions. David uh, David yeah. chose the easy way of the Indiana Jones franchises. That's uh, that's where he, he immediately I went I completely to. forgot both, that he was the Indiana Jones director. You both simultaneously at the beginning said, holy hell, or whatever version of that <laughs> was possible. <laughs> both of you both gave me that. To say, oh my lord, what what is even this question? So I haven't seen that many Steven Spielberg movies. I have seen Indiana Jones. Yeah, I did. Said. I did. I did Jaws, the three Indiana Jones, and the Fablemans, which I literally watched last week. So mm-hmm. oh, we had very different answers then. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't even think of Jurassic Park. That's crazy. Very nice. There's so many. Go back. Go back and always look back at his filmography. There's just a, a little nugget each and every time you find it. You were like, "Oh, that's right. He did that one." All mm-hmm. right, David. To my chagrin, you won. Congratulations, and uh, and uh, a wonderful job. Oh, thank you. Oh, that slaps. Well, this is the segment where we bring some some entertainment to recommend to you, the listener, so you can go home and and, uh, and just enjoy what slaps this week. For me, it is a another film that I'm watching along along my journey to watch all the Oscar nominees or as many as possible at least. And this week, I watched one of the animated picture nominees. It is called The Sea Beast, and it is on Netflix. And it's quite good. It's quite a good animated film. I quite liked it. It slaps, dare I say. Darest you say it. Jenny, what slaps for you this week? Well, I have been listening a lot to the album Gloria by Sam Smith. I've been listening to every one of their tracks. And so far, they've all, I've been listening to them all pretty equally. Uh, but one in particular that I have been enjoying while I've been driving is called Perfect. Sam Smith and a guest named Jesse Reyes, I believe it's pronounced, collabed on this one. And it's a perfect, smooth... I like my listening to a lot when I drive at night. I've been working a lot of night events. So it's a, it's a great track of just trying to just calm down after a hectic day and um, getting ready for the, uh, the, the quiet night ahead. So go listen to Sam Smith's track, Perfect, featuring Jesse Reyes. It's wonderful. Through no coordination or collaboration, me and Jenny landed up in a very similar space. I was wondering if we were going to be on the exact same bullseye. However, we are both listening to Sam Smith's newest album. And uh, while we landed at different songs, I still think it's a testament to Sam Smith that they indeed slap. However, the song that I'm going to go with with a much more uh, succinct and uh, clumsy uh, tag at the end of this is actually going to be... Uh, no God by Sam Smith. Oh, that was Don't my know. second choice. Oh, it's good. It's very good. I, I, it was my introduction on the introductory uh, shuffle into the album, and it was beautiful. It was a wonderful way to enter the uh, the album. So, uh, another Sam Smith uh, addendum to uh, to the that slaps catalog, and dare I say, a good one, a good one, sir. That slaps. You're muted, my friend. (laughs) Yay, I don't have to wear the hat anymore. You got two on me. Oh, I love it. I don't care. Well, the episode has come to a close. The episode all about Jenny. Jenny, have you had a good time? I've had a wonderful time. 
Well, before we close it out completely, we have a few thank yous, of course, to Jenny as our 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 wonderful host, who's uh, who's uh, joined Phil and I in having a, an episode all about uh, interviewing us. But of course, uh, a few other thank yous to Cass and Crossland and Jake Corlang for the music on the show. Thanks to Ryan Ardell and Josh Hans for their wonderful contributions to the show. Guys, couldn't do it without you. Also, thanks to Tara Amstutz for her amazing graphic design work. And thank you to you. Yes, you listening while you're running or in the shower or doing goodness knows what. Thank you to you for tuning in every week. uh, We have so many episodes in the backlog. You can check them out. Most of them are certainly quite timeless. So check us out. We're releasing new content every week and recommend us to your friends. We're out on Instagram at powwow underscore podcast. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're just about anywhere where you find podcasts. Just not Pandora because screw you, Pandora. Indiana Jones, what are we going to do? We're in in serious danger here. Don't worry. Take this. Wave it at anything that roars. Bears. Why did it have to be bears? Bears.